0: Aston Martin music, baby. You got in my head, man. Aston Martin music, eh? Too bad Aston Martin music is terrible on the goddamn track.
1: Yo, everyone who's listening, <laughs> get ready. Lock in. Aston Martin, you deserve all the heat coming your way this episode, so stay ready.
0: <laughs> yeah, they deserve a lot of heat. My whole thing with Aston Martin is, you know, if Lauren Stroh was a little humble owner like Gene Haas, he probably wouldn't be getting an episode like this from us, but... You know, he comes with that big dick energy, so we got to come back right with that. Um, Let's <laughs> first shout out to our listeners, man. We appreciate you guys tapping in, like we said last episode, but maybe we got to put it at the beginning so everybody Keeps knows. growing. Like, the lifted Coast team just keeps growing. We got people listening worldwide, so got to show love. Yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We're going to keep putting out great content, consistent content, every single week, at least two to three episodes. We're almost at race weekend, so we're, what, a month away almost? Well, a month and a half. That's when you'll get three episodes per week, if not more. So make sure you guys hit the follow button, subscribe, whatever you guys do. Just make sure you guys tap in if you're looking for more F1 content. So your boy, where do we start, Lawrence or Lance, or do we start with Seb? There's so much to unpack here. I think it's only
1: normal for us to start with Lawrence Stroll because he has brought Aston Martin, back to Formula One after, like, a 60-year hiatus. Well, they
0: were they were with Red Bull, technically. Yeah, as a sponsor, Red Bull, but Martin,
1: first yeah. time competing since 1960. Yeah,
0: so why don't you tell the listeners why you're a Lawrence Stroll fan? Because we that's how we preface it. So, Kurt is an Aston Martin fan because he believes in Lawrence Stroll, but he's gone a little quiet because they've been uh, shitting the bed or they've he hasn't had any legs or standing to back them up. So, tell the listeners why you're an Aston Martin fan and why you're a Lawrence Stroll fan.
1: Um, I am a fan of Aston Martin um, and Lawrence Stroll in some regard. Obviously, as Scott has alluded to, it's been a little bit tainted. But, um, you know, Lawrence Stroll essentially bought Force India when they were on the verge of going under, right? There was a lot going on there. And the Racing Point team, especially in the 2020 season, was a team that I came to just love. I love Checo, um, the purple car, uh, sorry, the pink car was really cool, and they performed really well. Obviously they were a clone of Mercedes and there was a there was a lot of controversy around the car that year. Um, but I came to like them. and with the rebrand to Aston Martin, there was so much to look forward to. and Lawrence Stroll talked a big, big game. He talked about getting this midfield, Team to a championship contender. And then 2021 came and it was a very, I don't want to say it was a terrible year. It was terrible. But they had the seventh best car on the, the track. Yeah, they had the seventh best, best car on the track. It was terrible when you had someone who was talking so much about what to expect.
0: Yeah, so listen, like I just said, if he came in like Gene Haas and shut his mouth, no one would care if you finish seventh. Like, I don't think a single world person in the world would care if you finish seventh. But you added a four-time champion, right? Mm-hmm. You have your son on this team, which we'll get into heavily, I'm sure, because you know how I feel about Lance. And you guys finish seventh, exactly where your car finishes. But you have a four-time world champion, so I expect you guys to finish higher. Now, what do you think Lauren Stroll, like, why does he have to come out and have all this, like, I'm going to build a championship team. 10 and team like what's the point of being like that in f1 like it's never gone well for anybody
1: i think naturally and this is just my opinion right a lot of billionaires come with that kind of energy well that's fair and he is a billionaire he has been rooted into the sport for a very long time going back to his relationship with michael schumacher very cool and True. you know he uh he probably just thinks that if you've got his type of confidence and his type of bankroll
0: that it's just easy, but that's not the reality. Yeah, and my whole thing too is when you look at it, like do you see Mercedes and Red Bull talking about how they're gonna be do this and that, or do they do just or do they just do their talking on the track?
1: Mercedes especially does a lot of their talking on the track and Total Wolf has every right to exude the confidence that he gives off because he is an eight time constructor. World champion.
0: And it's crazy because I don't even see Ferrari doing the talking on the track and exuding this confidence as Lawrence Stroll does. Yeah. Lawrence Stroll, he is. He looks really, like an idiot right now, actually.
1: He looks like a, a huge idiot. And that is why 2022 is going to be a crucial year for Aston Martin.
0: Yeah. Um. How do you feel all about all their moves? Like they're pulling all these guys from different teams. And I think the only good move is Red Bull's guy because he's been on success Dan team. Fallows.
1: They brought in. So, Otmar is gone. They bring in Mike Crack. They bring in... They brought in Martin Whitmarsh. Which is McLaren's... Dan Fallows from yeah. Red Bull. Um, they've built this new facility. They have the four-time champion in Sebastian Vettel, who mm. has the third most wins of all time. Like, they have done all of this stuff that looks really amazing and cool. But if you don't have success on the track, then you are the biggest flop.
0: Yeah, but Marshall, I don't even like... Why would you bring over McLaren's, guys? I think Red Bull makes sense because Red Bull's always been a top team for the last 10 years or so. You, well, I it makes complete sense when you look at... Um, you mean you his know, track Whit-
1: record from 20 years ago? Well, when you look at Whitmarsh um, and his career, it makes sense why he is where he is now. Um, because... He's been involved with Lawrence Stroll in some capacity. No, I'm saying, why
0: bring him over? Why not pull somebody from Mercedes? Like, why are you pulling... Like, McLaren has literally been a middling team for the last 12 years. And it's sad to say, because it's my team. But, like, why are you pulling him over instead of someone more successful? You have to tell me twice, man. I mean, you were very happy about the deal. You were in the office, like, yo, we're pulling guys from McLaren. I'm like... well, you're pulling think, someone from a mid-pack team, so who cares? I
1: think overall, they're pulling people from, they're bringing in more and more experience from Red Bull, from McLaren, um, bringing people that have a vast multitude of experience. Sure. And as a successful businessman that Lawrence Stroll is, he probably sees those as great traits. But he
0: was on beyond the grid talking like an idiot, like even though if you won 20 years ago, it's the same thing as winning now. It's the same principles. Like, no, it's not, bro it's definitely not (laughs) like back then we're running v8s now we're running twin turbo uh the turbo hybrid era back then there was no halo back then there was floor floors and barge boards and those you used to fill up your field like come on bro it's not the same principles it's definitely not the
1: same principle but that's
0: why he sounds like an idiot to me um
1: i think you you do have to put value at the end of the day people that have had success elsewhere, even if it may not be championship success. You're, you're but, building your own facility. You're bringing, building out an entire team. But that's the issue, There has though. to be core principles. You're talking
0: about being a, a championship team. You haven't brought a single guy that's had championship experience in the last 15 years. So what are we talking about? I mean, obviously, you look at bringing in a guy like Dan Fallows from Red Bull. Sorry, yeah, Dan Fallows. I'm talking about like when he brought, they brought their CEO in.
1: So, Martin Whit- Whitmarsh is the CEO who comes from his McLaren days, yes. right?
0: Um, Mike Crack is
1: also very interesting because he was with BMW Sauber back in 2008, and he hasn't been in F1 since. Exactly. So, why so you that one there, there, to me, makes zero sense. Um,
0: but, you know, listen, we don't know these guys well and what they bring to the table, but it's like, I'm not seeing these moves that are actually wowing me because why aren't you pulling Mercedes people? Why aren't you pulling more Red Bull people? Like, I just don't understand how you can go around and saying you're going to be a championship team And this kind of goes in with, we'll get into Lance in a bit, but why do you have Lance Stroll on the team? I know he's your son, but at the end of the day, like, is he a championship-caliber driver? Hell no. I would rather pick up someone like Pierre Gasly. Like, Why didn't you make the move for Pierre Gasly? Pierre Gasly makes complete sense for Aston Martin. Exactly. So it's like, why do we have Lance Stroll here? But that's my whole issue with Lawrence Stroll, and we'll get into the drivers later, but it's like your moves contradict what you're saying to everybody. Like, you're beyond the grid. is like, oh, you're proud of Lance, and he's going to be a great driver. Because this is like, Lance has never beat his teammate that's still in F1. He didn't beat Sergio Perez. Massa kicked his ass when Massa's basically on his way out. And then, you know who he beat? Sergei Sertikin. S- S- who the hell is he? He literally paid. He's just like Lance. He paid to get into F1. It's absolutely crazy. His teammates have kicked his ass. When you look at Lance Stroll's career, this is going to be year five. This is year uh, six. Think, no, this is year five. 17, 18, 19, 20. No, this is year six. And when
1: you look at what he's achieved, he hasn't achieved anything. He
0: has not achieved anything. He has a seat in F1 because his dad owns the team. Yeah, I mean, how did he get his first seat in F1? He bought his way in to Williams. Yeah, so I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's not a talented F1 driver. I'm not saying he's not an F1 driver. He's, he's not, not the be, first person that is. He should be driving think, a horse
1: every. There are multiple cases that drivers have paid their way into F1, right? And you can pay your way into F1, but you still actually have to have some sort of ability to drive. Yeah. And we're not saying Lance Stroll can't drive, but is he the, if you are bringing this big dick energy to be a champion, is he the best driver? And he's not. We know he's not. Yeah. So that is where Lawrence Stroll is muddying the waters because he is a successful businessman. He is, building, look, what he has done with Aston Martin, pulling out the sponsorship from Red Bull, building out this team. He's put his money where his mouth is on that aspect. But then when you have your son driving for you and he's not worthy of that seat, well, then you're completely contradicting everything that you're trying to do.
0: Yeah, and my whole thing going back to even last season is what in the world makes you think Lance should deserve a seat over Checo?
1: Yeah. The like, fact that they let it should Checo have been walk, che-
0: It should have been Checo and Vettel.
1: The fact that they let... Checo walk is crazy.
0: Yeah. So, like, so, so we can talk about it, right? Lance Stroll deserves to be an F1, just not on the championship aspiration team. And this team is not a championship team. If they but they if,
1: talk as if they are a so, contender.
0: Yeah. If Aston Martin's happy finishing seventh, then Lance Stroll deserves to be on that team. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I'm okay with him being on that team. But if we're talking about Lawrence Stroll talking about how they should be competing with Red Bull and Mercedes, what are we doing here? Did, did they have a competitive offer towards Valtteri Bottas? Probably not. If you go through and you think of uh,
1: Oscar Piastri, 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 you think of a Nick DeVries, two drivers that are worthy of an F one seat know, that I, are not even there. I don't know. If then you look gonna at the current chance. grid and you're like, why do you let Checo go? You could have had Checo and Vettel,
0: or you could have went to get a Valtteri this season. Exactly. I'm
1: sure. So, and the thing is, you have Vettel, and Vettel brings so much knowledge and expertise to your team. That is why it's also, and I think you can agree, last year wasn't really... This is a year that is really going to count.
0: I mean, last year counted. This year counts more, though, in my opinion. Because
1: last year was a whole new car for them. It wasn't a Mercedes clone.
0: No, it's the same car. It's just you have to remove the barge boards. Yeah, so they got uh, impacted the, the, by... The real changes.
1: Exactly. But this year but Mercedes is the first adjusted. year that they're building their own adjusted, car. But Mercedes adjusted,
0: though. Of course. They did. So then why didn't they adjust? Your championship-level team from your own mouth. Of course. So what are we talking about? We're not making excuses for them. You see Mercedes making excuses? You
1: always say first
0: year. First year for Sebastian Vettel. It's not the first year thing. You're a champion. Like you're you're not. You we're not making excuses for you cuz you you have big dick energy. So you have to come with big dick results. You have to. So then we're not judging them from the same standards as anybody else, bro. We're, we're judging them off of championship expectations. You go from being the third best team, okay? You pay for whatever uh, information from Mercedes to make your car great, and you've dropped a 7th. And you dropped a seven, But you've improved your driver lineup, theoretically, because Sebastian Vettel is an upgrade over Sergio Perez. So what are we talking about here? I'm not giving them a first-year. Why do you want to give them a first-year uh, first grace? I'm giving Sebastian a first-year grace. Of course. But why does your car have declined so much?
1: We know why their car declined.
0: No, but why did you not adjust?
1: They obviously... The, I think they they looked at it and just said, we're going to focus all our
0: energy. So then, but but how, are you, how, how are you a championship caliber team? A championship caliber team will compete every single year. You're still going to make upgrades into your aerodynamics and all that for stuff. For sure. I think
1: that's why it was a terrible year. We opened the pod with how terrible it was. Yeah, They but, finished seventh. They yeah. went backwards.
0: So so I don't want to hear any justification for the terrible year because of the rule changes. Because you know what? They had a Mercedes clone, and we still talking about an eight-time back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back constructors champion, Red Bull made the adjustments. McLaren made the adjustments. They all these great, all these good teams have made the adjustments. Why did you guys not make the adjustment? Facts. There's nothing else to be said there. That's all I got to say about uh, Lawrence Stroll. So, um, I think when you look at Seb's year, right,
1: um, there was extreme lows, extreme highs. Um, if you factor in the disqualification in Hungary, uh, he had a great year. I think <laughs> you know, all considering. He had the second in, in Baku and then really should have had second in Hungary if it wasn't for the fuel disqualification, which is great. Would crazy. have been two podiums. Um, and then you look at Lance Stroll and he didn't have a single podium. His best finish was seventh. No, sorry, sixth. And how much times did he not make it out of Q3? I mean, Q1. Terrible. So Seb did his job as far as he outperformed Lance. And I mean, that's not saying much. But this is a year going into 2022 where you have all the, the, the big human power you've brought in you've got your car you've got the facility you've got lawrence stroll the talker so i think everyone in f1 is laughing at them because if you don't perform this year you are the laughing stock you can't even laugh at haas
0: no i mean haas is just Haas, bro. but the way i look at it specifically is i mean okay so we have the head-to-head the f1 posted so lance won 11 races sebastian won 10 races when you bounce those up right head-to-head Right? Qualifying, Sebastian won 14 of them, Lancer won eight of them. Points, we all know Seb won. Obviously, best finish, highest grid position, both belong to Seb. And Seb had two more DNFs. What are you doing, (sighs) Lancero? Like, what is he actually doing? And let's be honest, this that number goes up 18 points if Seb. Didn't have a stupid fuel, the fuel uh, rule where you have to have a leader of fuel to test. And let's be real, that has nothing to do with Seb. It
1: had nothing to do with him.
0: And, I'm, you know, I'm just
1: looking here because I'm trying to understand the personnel movement, right? We, we know that Lance Stroll is there because his dad owns a team. And as long as his dad will have him employed, the team's not going to win a championship. They might win the drivers. Yeah, but they ain't winning no constructors. No, I don't think so. So now I look at Mike Crack, who will be the team principal. We're not talking about the CEO for McLaren, Mike Crack. You know, he worked his way up through, you know, from a data analyst to becoming, you know, a chief engineer for BMW Sauber, but that was in, all the way back in 2008. F1 yeah, has changed, changed so much. much. Yep. So I'm trying to understand how will Mike, crack be successful as team principal for a team after being removed from F1 for more than a decade so the first thing I'll say is why did they get rid of Otmar <laughs> why did they get rid of Omar? Maybe Otmar maybe Artmar was fed up maybe Otmar, but maybe Otmar he's was the, the one who brought Seb. but
0: maybe he was the problem he recruited Seb. yeah but so listen we'll, we'll discuss we can, we can't speculate right but the Mike crack thing makes zero sense to me you're bringing a guy that has been in F1 for the last 13 years do you know if he's been having a background in F1, like doing other things? He's been in uh, working with Porsche and BMW in and, and other things that are. Clearly, so he hasn't been involved in the actual sport for the last few years? He has not years. been involved in the sport. What are we
1: doing? What are we doing, Aston Martin? And um, I think with Martin Whitmarsh, I, I think the connection there is he worked on the Aston Martin sponsorship stuff with Red Bull, but that's not racing. He was on the sponsorship side. When Aston Martin was involved with Red Bull, so that that's that's where I connect the dots. But he doesn't. He's going to be the CEO of the team. He's not running the team because the principal is. He's the CEO of the team, and he, how, he and understands how, well run how to run McLaren? it. Um, we, we all know McLaren had, has had it, its fair share. So why missions. the fuck are we bringing this guy in? It's just the fact that. He was
0: involved with Red Bulls. That's cool, but I'm saying, why are you bringing this guy in? McLaren almost went bankrupt at one point. The
1: only two hires that make sense are Andrew Green, chief technical officer, and the technical director Dan Fallows.
0: Those two, uh, those two, make complete sense. I don't know. I I keep going back with Lawrence Stroll. Is you have your son on the team when he's not the best driver available? If your son's the best driver on the market, then I'm okay with that. Because like Valtteri Bottas, who are you picking, Valtteri or Lance? Probably Valtteri. Valtteri. You picking Lance or Checo? In Did they make an offer for George Russell? So let's really figure this out, right?
1: So, uh, okay, I mean it's it's almost a hundred ninety nine point nine 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 percent. Lance is there because his dad owns the team.
0: I'd say ninety nine percent I would probably say eighty percent.
1: Okay, he's an F one driver, so he is twenty three years of age. So it's not like he's older. Twenty three. No, Max old.
0: Verstappen era.
1: Um, he has a hundred entries, three podiums. Why is he in... Like, where would
0: he fit on another team? He'd be a Haas or Alfa driver. But think about Haas. Or, or, or Alfa Tori. I guess you replace him with Mazepin? Yeah, he could drive on Alfa He could drive... Like, I, I would take him over uh, Sonoda. Like, not like... I, I Sorry. Sonoda and him is a toss-up. Because Sonoda's shown brilliant flashes, right? But I, I you could argue for Lance. I'd take take Sonoda personally, but you could argue the, the bait for Lance. He also went from... F3 straight to F1. He won F3. Yeah. He did the Max Verstappen jump.
1: So, you know, he, he won with Prima in 2016.
0: Yeah, and then he, then his dad paid $80 million for to him to go to Williams. Yeah. So,
1: he must have some racing instincts.
0: Of course he has racing instincts. No one's debating if he has racist instincts or not, though. That's not what we're debating. We're debating, we're debating the if, fact if that you he's have to be on a
1: contending team.
0: No, no, we're debating if you have championship aspirations. Why is your son, who is not the best driver available, on a team? And why the hell are we paying him ten million USD a year? More than our boy Lando Nars. More than George Russell. So, 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 let's talk about that. What What does that inspire to your team? and fellow executives, that you're paying your son $10 million a year. I've said when this on the pod. When you can get a market, you can get a driver in the same market, you can either... Why did they make a move for Danny Ricardo last year?
1: Listen, I've said this on the pod. It also begs the question, how is Seb all right with it? If Seb makes more money. He doesn't care. Yeah, but I think Seb is a person that is all about moral compass. Would he not, because he brings the... Experience. I think he's he friendship. No, he's friends with Lawrence experience. because of the whole Does he not Walker? say to Lawrence, like, you know, just being real, he's not he's not but the does, right driver. But does
0: Seb really care anymore like that? Like that's a question you gotta ask.
1: If we're questioning Seb's desire, Seb only wants to be an F1 if he can have a chance to win. And that's what if, he says. If that's not what he is, then he's a loser. Well,
0: yeah, maybe he just enjoys the sports still. So. You know, we're talking
1: about a four-time champion, third all-time in the win list. It's how, not- mean,
0: how, how, how much do we put just enjoyment of the sport and racing every single weekend like in the camaraderie? Like, some maybe, maybe he knows he's never going to win again. He just enjoys, like, he still enjoys the sport. He loves racing. But he, based on his behavior, he said that he doesn't want to be in the sport to fill up a, fill up a seat. But he's not saying he's filling up a seat. He may genuinely think that he might have a chance to win. But he's doing because he loves it. Like, there's a difference between coming there just to fill up a seat and get a paycheck, and there's a difference between doing. I just genuinely love the sport. Like. Let's be real. If you can get paid playing basketball right now, even though you were never going to be an NBA player, you might do it. Not to be the best of the best, but you get paid I to do something you love. If someone paid you three hundred thousand dollars a year to go play in Europe, you wouldn't go do it. I don't know, man. I would do it if I love the game. I think if
1: you're a four time champ, like you're, you're in the conversation of but, but being the best outside of
0: Lewis and and Michael. Like okay, disrespectful. What? Come on, bro. Just titles don't mean everything, bro. You forgot about Alan Pross and Senna and all yeah, these other guys? Yeah, he's tied with them. No, so he's beating Senna, but I and I, I pick Senna over Seb any day of the so
1: week. So my point is, I don't think someone of his
0: caliber is gonna be alright with just complacency. But, but, but why are you saying? But maybe he's come to grips with he's never gonna win a championship game. His time has passed and he's just enjoying the sport for what it is. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Okay, so. The, most, the biggest winner that you know of all time in basketball, who, who would you say that? The person that cared about winning the most. Michael Jordan or Kobe. What did Kobe do for his last two, three years? He enjoyed the sport, right? He knew his time was it up. It was really his last year. No, his last two years. Bro, when he came back from the Achilles, he knew he wasn't winning with Roy Hibbert and Jordan Clarkson and Julius Randle.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that comparison fits. Why, is
0: the, why does that comparison not fit? Why can't you just enjoy the sport because you still love to get up every single day and compete?
1: It's just too many variables to different. Seb is coming off an injury. He's not old. He he's is old.
0: F- he is old in his mind, though, probably. He's 34, 35. Like, he's not like he's young. He's in his prime, arguably. No, 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 no. That's Lewis Hamilton's prime. Don't be disrespectful towards him. Fernando Alonso is, what, 41? Doesn't matter. Does, does Seb generally still think he's in his prime? That's a question we can't answer. Yeah, but that's, that's why makes, it's hard to but, talk
1: on Seb's point. I just wonder... Where his moral compass is in a team
0: that's paying someone who maybe does isn't deserving of the seat. My whole point is that I don't think just because you're not just because you're not the best driver in the world doesn't mean you, you're taking up a seat. My point is that if you love it, you can um you can still race. If you love the sport and you give it
1: its Seb's all... Seb's character comes across as a guy that's a very straight shooter that would say, Okay, Lawrence, you have championship
0: aspirations and you want to contend. And how do you know he doesn't say that? That's what I'm saying. No, no. But my whole thing is like, okay, so let, let's run scenarios, right? In 2019, we said on the last pod, very likely that this team finishes ninth. I I don't know if it's likely, but I they finished
1: seventh last year. They could finish ninth, but they're coming across like they can be contending.
0: Yeah, I I, no, I there's a world where they finish ninth. That was my whole point. Like there's a world, and okay, so if there's a world they finish
1: ninth, is there? What's the best case scenario for them? We told them fifth.
0: We said fifth. Fifth. Fifth is the best-case scenario. I don't see... You see them beating McLaren? Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. I think it's highly... I think... McLaren has a better driver duo. So, let's talk about it. Where do you rank the driver duo? Okay, so... <laughs> well, so I... Okay, let, this is where I ranked them. Let's rank our driver duos quickly. So... Um, you have Merck number one. Pardon? You have Merck number one. Yeah, Merck's number one. Who do you have second? Ferrari? And I'm talking I about think, as a total package. I think
1: Red Bull max out ways... It enough. That's to fair. Get I'm second, saying total package. Total if you package. think Red Bull? Okay. So Mercedes, Red Bull, obviously Ferrari, McLaren. McLaren. Assume, yeah. um, and then it's really tough because I think Alpine, AlphaTori, Aston martin and Al- Aston Martin, martin are Probably all kind of like... The, but who are you taking right now? Like as of today?
0: Which driver do it? If you I, have think, same I think
1: I'm going to take Alpine because um both Alpine and Aston have championship DNA in Alonzo and Seb, and Alonzo shows that he may be at a better form than Seb, and then I would
0: rather take Ocon over I think that's fair. I'm actually gambling with the young guys. I'm going AlphaTauri. you am going AlphaTauri. I just, like, I'm not, I don't think Pierre Gasly is as overhyped as everybody says, but, like, he's right there with Alonzo and Seb, but I think he has uh, ways to grow, so I think I would take that. And you know what? As a second driver, this is a good conversation. Who are you picking? Yuki? Okan or Stroll. Not off of just like, like, because Yuki's had some I think I'm moments. i
1: I think I'm taking
0: Ocon, man. I'm taking Yuki. Yuki's shown some brilliant flashes. That's why it's like, That's also, you, they're like, all gambling. Like, these guys aren't looking for championship teams. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm gambling on the, on the guy with the most potential. I think someone like Ocon has a
1: lot of pressure because their reserve driver this year is Oscar. Yeah, I don't think he cares. I think he knows that they might swap out Oscar. And him.
0: I, th- I think Alonso may be gone after next year or the year after. That's what I think. People are thinking he might go to Aston Martin next year. He may, but so I, I, like, th- I think that's. I think Ocon is like Alpine's long term driver. There's also this is also the thing that we haven't even touched yet, but
1: how true these reports are. There's reports that Aston Martin may not even have a car that's ready for the first
0: preseason testing. Yeah, I love
1: Aston Martin. So it's like. They've had to build their own car. They they may not even have a car.
0: Yeah, so so they're building their own car this year, right? And how much? But they have Mercedes. They're powered by Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. What are, have have they? I haven't looked up it on it at all, to be honest with you. What have they changed with the car? Is there any reports on what they've changed with the car? Well, the reports are it's a whole new car for everyone, so it's completely unpredictable. But I'm saying, have, have they spoke about if they're making a drastic change to anything specific? Like, you know, there's Ferraris changing. They've really service. emphasized
1: the fact on the aerodynamics, hence why they've brought in fouls So, but, but
0: everyone's changing that, so whatever. Okay, cool. I'm more met like, you know how they said Ferrari changed this and that? Is there anything specific on them? It's really just... Um, they, they're, they're working on a whole new car. Okay. So here's my thing. A, going back to what we said on the last pod, they don't get Dan Fowles until... May or March, don't I they? I wanted April?
1: to say, hold on, I just had it up. Uh, he
0: is—he is, he joins in March, I think, or April. Yeah, they're screwed. It, it's March. They're screwed, bro. Because you got to think about this, right? Aerodynamics—they're making their own aerodynamics. It's their new factory. There's got to be some working pro- problems right now. There's no way this is running smoothly. <laughs> so with all the changes going on. There's That's no why way. the car
1: may not be ready, man. I'm
0: telling you, bro. I think I think ninth is a is a big is. Is a possibility this year. I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it. Uh, I wouldn't say it's impossible this year. I could see them fishing eighth or ninth for sure. Also, they've added three hundred over three hundred
1: employees this year.
0: Yeah, and you know what? That all comes with different stuff. So I'm not I'm not sold on Aston Martin at all. Man, trying to incorporate three hundred new
1: people extremely difficult.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. How do you feel about Seb in terms of like? What do you think his year looks like? What do you think Lance's year looks like? I
1: think, especially for Seb, you have to think. It's not like you're 41, you're 35, you haven't had consistency since Red Bull. Wh- okay, what do we expect for the sport? He, he has in, Ferrari. Years in Ferrari. There were flashes he just never at won. Ferrari. So it's like, for him, it is kind of a make or break year because you're with a team that has talked a big game. Um, This is kind of like, what are we going to remember for Seb's career? Are we going to remember the dark days or the dog days at Aston Martin? No, but you'll still remember his Red Bull Championship years. Or is he going to come out and really perform? But if they have a shitty car, he's screwed. Yeah. It's so hard to say because he, it. so much of it is relying on having a car that can perform.
0: Yeah, and I think that's very true. I mean, SM we know Sev can, can drive. Aston Martin can come out with a great car, for all we know, right? Um, let me ask you this. When do you see A, when do you think Aston Martin hits the championship window. So, this is year four for them, right? Because 2020... no. So, he, when did he buy the team in 2019, right? He bought No, this is year three for them. He bought the team in 2020? Yeah, 2020, I think we've said... 2021.
1: It's, um, next year is the, the deadline.
0: No, so that, it's the third year in his five-year window. He's been in F1, right? Mm-hmm. When do you see the entering championship window, like, realistically, as a Lawrence Stroll fan?
1: Oh. And what would
0: be... Ex- or, or, or if this question changes, I don't know, you let me know. When do you find it acceptable for them to enter a championship co- kind of contending period? Like, what, what do you find acceptable? Three years? Five years? What do you think? From today. Right? 2025? So, something. there's a world they can finish fifth this year. No, no. When do you want to see them competing for championships? Because Lawrence Stroll's big dick energy. For me, if it's not
1: next year, I have to write them off.
0: You're only given one year to, get, to be a championship contender. Yeah, Fifth is not a championship contender. Of bro. course.
1: So next year, they have to be top three.
0: Oh, you're saying 2023, not yeah. 2022. Okay, you're talking about 2023. Okay. And, yeah, because and, we're
1: already 22.
0: Yeah, 22. Okay, okay. So you're saying two seasons. Yeah. They have to be in the top. They have to at least be fighting for a championship. They got to be fighting top okay. three. Okay. Okay. And, and how long do you give Lance with this team? Like, no, no. So, so two-part question. How long do you think Lance stays with the team? And how long do you actually want Lance giving Lance to prove himself? This is my last year with Lance. Well, what? How long does he actually stay on Aston Martin? I now? think he
1: stays on Aston Martin indefinitely for what, another three years. I think as long as Lawrence Stroll owns this team, he will have a seat there. Did you
0: see how he said, "There's no hard feelings if his dad got rid of him."
1: Yeah, it's all bullshit. Of course it is,
0: but I'm just saying. So you don't think he leaves Aston Martin for the foreseeable future?
1: I think this is my last year for him. For me to really just say, okay, dude, this is your sixth year in F one. You haven't done anything. You, you've dad has paid your way in, and you've just...
0: You know he lost to Sergio by 50 points that year, right? Eh? In 2020.
1: Yeah. Um, he, when you look at the point differential last year, though, it was, a what, 10 points? Between, Between seven? Uh, no, seven it, was like,
0: and... it was like seven points. But, yeah. like, you add the 18 points in from Hungary, like, it's, it's a wipeout. Exactly. But it's Seb's first year in the car. Like, yeah. I will say I've been consistent with that. It's Seb's first year in the car. So like yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not giving him that grace period. Where when do you think when do you think Lance actually um sorry. Do you think Lance deserves an F1 seat after Aston Martin?
1: No. If he if for whatever reason his dad does get rid of him and for whatever reason there is no Aston Martin, there is no Lance stroll in F1. Okay. So you you just think it's it's I don't game think over? I think it, the, the verdict is out on the on the grid. Like all the teams and drivers know why he's there. And you know what? If you're Lance Stroll, you gotta walk around and know no matter how much money and how cocky or arrogant you could be, from an awareness standpoint, you know every single day that people are talking about the fact that you're only there because of your dad.
0: I would assume that's and there's something
1: right. that you gotta prove. And if you can't prove it, then maybe you gotta resign.
0: How much do you value his two thousand twenty year?
1: With red, uh, when racing they point? had the
0: Mercedes clone,
1: it was a great year for for a racing point, man. Like I like I said at the start of the pod, I completely enjoyed watching them and I wanted to support them
0: throughout. No, I so said, how much are you value his year? Is is that? Does that? Do you think he can be a great driver because of that, or you're kind of discounting it because they had so such a good? Think car? about
1: this. Um, I do value it. He had two podiums. But he had terrible luck where he had back-to-back, almost four back-to-back races that he was retired. Yeah, but I'm saying, do you think that's... Yeah, the Tuscan, Russia, uh, French, and Portuguese, where the car just had a bad car. And Bahrain would have had a podium there as well.
0: That's what happens when you... you, Crazy, man. When you when you copy uh Mercedes, the racing gods look down on you. Every
1: single race, he was in the top ten. I mean, they had
0: they had a top three, top four car, bro. So I do value it, man. So you you believe in Lance? Are are you changing the tone? I've believed
1: in lance up until we've really started going at it but, but um, right now it sounds like
0: you believe in him bro you got i'm no talking point about fake his here. 2020 season no i'm saying uh, you're saying how much value do i put on? his yeah, 2020? So, i put value on his 2020 so, so season so you're putting value that he can actually be a good driver i am
1: so and you, this is my last year for him so if he can't perform this year i told you then i'm writing him off
0: you're writing him off okay and how do you feel about the term that and i know that mean you always debate this so i actually want to put it on air How do you feel about how he can't perform in a lesser car? How much value do you put into that? Well, and he can't beat his teammates. Because that's where I put the value. To see someone in a lesser car, that's why I value Max Verstappen so highly. Because he obviously shown that in this Red Bull car that should not be competing with the Mercedes car, he can extract the most out of the car. Yeah. We Lance can't, obviously we didn't we can't show put that. Lance,
1: I'm not we're not putting him in the conversation. I don't think he's ever gonna win a world championship. No,
0: I'm not saying that. But how much do you put it in to that being a good driver? Well, extracting more out of your car. If like we George went, Russell extracted a shitload out of the Williams. I, I I have to go back and look like who was he up against when he was with Williams and Felipe Massa who he lost to and Sergey Sirotkin, which he beat and Sergey paid paid his way in and he's never been an F1 again.
1: Okay. So then He's never beat his teammate, technically. So
0: how can we say he's a good driver? He beat his trash teammate, like Nikita Mazepin. And in 2020... He lost to Checo.
1: He lost to Checo, which is expected. I think
0: Checo's just a better driver. So what I'm saying, so is he a good driver then? Like, because you saying you're putting value in the season he's a good driver. Like, you had think he can be a good driver. We both said he can drive,
1: whether he's I a mean, good he can, driver or not. That, I, I put You asked the question... Can you put any value? on I don't the put value into season? it
0: because he can. All, he when he has a good car, he performs. I mean, I'm, can't you say that about any F one driver? Valtteri Bottas. He he. How many podiums did he have? He had ten in Mercedes. How much did he have this year? One. No, no. that's a win. How many one. podiums did he had? He had multiple podiums this year. So Valtteri Bottas and Lance Stroll, same category to me. That's right. Yeah. So I don't think he's a good driver. I think Valtteri is like a competent driver. So.
1: Bottom line is, if he cannot perform this year, he doesn't deserve to be an F1. That's the way I look at it. No, he
0: doesn't deserve to be on a championship team.
1: I don't think he, if he goes anyone to Haas, else wants him.
0: If he goes to Haas, hey, feel free to do your thing at Haas, bro. The verdict will be out. The verdict will be out. And I am the first one to be hard on Lance Stroll because him and his dad have this big dick energy. And he, uh, he paid his way to get into F1.
1: How long did it take? I think the comparison, though, is when you look at Checo, what was Checo's trajectory? Because he paid his way in. Yeah. And when did Checo actually kind of turn that corner? I mean,
0: Checo, when, when was Checo's first season in F1? Let's find out. Also, you, one thing I want our listeners to understand is we're not judging him off of just being a normal driver. We're judging him off of championship expectations because his dad. Of course. So, but th- that, that's why we're being hard on Lance Schroeder. like, why does he have a seat on? Why does he have a seat specifically on uh, Aston Martin? 2001, two, 2012, uh, 2011 was his
1: first season. Sauber. It was with McLaren, Force India,
0: Racing Point. Right? I mean, he got a seat on McLaren. And McLaren's not no joke. So, let's see. So, Checo, in six years in F1, he beat his teammate twice out of, out of six times. But Lance Stroll hasn't barely beat anybody. He hasn't beat anybody to so the driver. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. It, it really is hard to say. But the thing is, I think the one thing you got to do is, we, when we look back on this, is what about the eye test? Does the eye test tell you Checo's not a good driver? I haven't watched Checo previously to his year in race. I'm point. talking about as of right now. As of right now, yeah. Was the eye test tell you about Lance Stroll? Right now, the, the eye test of Stroll looks poor, so it's hard to kind of compare just based on stats. But the eye test combined with the stats is what you look at, right? Yeah,
1: but the eye test of Lance down the eye test of Checo. It's two drivers at two different stages of their career. Once twenty three, once.
0: Yeah, but 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 that's not what we're debating. We're not debating if Checo deserved a seat back then, because we could have debated that back six years, five years ago. Yeah. But what are we debating now? Lance Strosi. This is all we can debate, right? We we didn't watch Formula 1 close enough to debate Checo's exactly. deserving of a seat.
1: So that's what it comes
0: down to. Like
1: this year, Aston Martin has all the pressure in the world. The entire sport is looking at them. They've come across with so much confidence, arrogance, cockiness. Lance is there because his dad is paid for him to be there. So if they don't, if they don't
0: level up and finish fifth, it's gonna be another failure. Okay, so realistic expectations where you expect Lance and uh Seb to finish in the driver's championship, and best case, where do you, where are you going with those? Okay. If they come out and they have
1: one of the worst cars on the track, like I'm 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 gonna no. put where these drivers are based on the fact that their car is. Yeah, no, realistic
0: be in the... expectation and best case. What are you thinking?
1: Realistic, I think that we're gonna see Seb obviously beat his teammate.
0: Okay,
1: and um, and that's in both scenarios. I think best case fi- best case finish for uh, Seb is gonna be six.
0: And how much? How much podiums? How many?
1: He technically had pretty much three last year. If he finishes six, he'll have he'll he'll only give him one more podium. So you give him okay. What about, about Lance? Uh, best
0: case for Lance finishes eighth. Eighth? That's best really case. high, bro. Best case. But if they finish sixth and eighth, that means they're gonna finish higher than fifth in the championship. Think so? Yeah. What's his what's his realistic expectation? Realistically, I have them
1: the same as this year, seventh.
0: Seventh. Okay.
1: How many podiums do you see Lance getting? Zero. Zero.
0: So how do you finish? How do you have him finishing eighth?
1: That was best. I said realistic. Oh, if we have him finishing best. Yeah. If
0: you like, if, if he does. Um, one podium,
1: but l- l- you know he'll finish between fourth and.
0: And is it a dominant drive podium or because like Lewis, there's no, an no, accident. No. It's he a got legitimate a th- podium. Like he actually drives. Yeah, not a
1: fall into your lap podium.
0: Yeah, like you know how Czech uh Ocon got uh, the accident Hungary and got himself at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We're not. not we're not okay. doing handouts here. Okay. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about, Aston I think I, I've got all my... Uh, I think
1: we've exhausted everything. And I think that there's a world that this team finishes ninth. And there's a world that they can finish fifth. If they finish fifth, then we're going to be talking about, okay, they've shown us that they've leveled up. Next year, can they compete in the top three? And if not, then they're just going to be a, a filler team. I agree with you. If they
0: lose to Alpine, Alpha Torre, and potentially Alpha Romeo, bad. Okay. I agree. So I'm gonna hand you my iPad. I want you to pick out your team. You, this guy didn't respond to me on Twitter, so I'll let you do it on air. Hundred million dollars to spend. Who are you picking? So do you, name who you know on the list. I mean, obviously, modern. I'm
1: going with Lewis and Michael. You can. not Oh, I got it. Okay, I got a hundred million. Lewis costs eighty. Oh, okay. 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 Obviously, I'm going Lewis.
0: And then you can only pick one. Who the, the hell row. would go with Prost or Vettel? In that category? No, they just ca- category by championships. So you have to only look at the bottom row, which is 20000000 million. You're picking Maxi? You're picking Miko. You don't, You probably don't know anybody else. I mean, Kimmy's down there, but I know you're not picking Kimmy. Bro, Max is down there. Yeah, so you're picking and Max? Obviously. So that's your team? and Max. Okay, so for anybody wondering what we're talking about, it's Pick Your Team F1. It's posted by WFT1. So $80 million, uh, $80 million championship drivers are people that won four-plus. So you got Pross, Shumi, Lewis, Vettel. $60 million is, I don't even know them, but Jackie Stewart, uh, Nikki Lauda, center in this category. Double-time world championships are Alonzo, Mika Heikinen, and then $20 million single championships have Jensen Button, Kimi, Nigel Mansell, Nico, and Max. So, surprisingly, I didn't pick anybody from the $80 million category, eh? Yeah, how come? I picked Senna and Max. That's pretty good. You hate... Are you mad at that or no? I'm not mad at it, but I can't believe you didn't go with Schumacher. I mean, I call them... I call Lewis or Shumi the GOAT because of longevity. But if we're talking pure racing instinct... Like, remember, people say Senna was a different level. Of course. So... Anyone who's watched Senna or even watched
1: the movie Senna, like,
0: the guy was... Fearless. He's so, incredible. So like I'm I don't know. I, I thought it might be controversial. That's why I asked for your take on air to see what you I said. I cannot
1: go with Lewis.
0: I, I know you cannot go with Lewis. I was pretty sure you're picking Max and Lewis. But the fact that Max is in the lowest category is stupid. No, but it, it it's literally it's based, based on off how many championships yeah, you have, yeah. right? So we don't expect Max to be Max to be there forever. But if Max is there forever, then I don't know if I'm picking him anymore. Because I real. might I actually might pick Nico over him if he only wins one more. For real. So, but yeah, Senna and Max, how do you feel about my team? I think your team self-explanatory. Your team will definitely be very competitive. How do you feel? Yeah, play? I like your team, too. Do you like Senna over, like, Senna over Lewis? Like, what do you think, pure racing-wise? Based on just the legend of Senna, who do you think is better today? If, if you put them both I'm in the box. I'm going Lewis, man. You're going Lewis. You can't, you can't, I'm Lewis, all in. Bro, I'm shocked, bro, because, you know, everybody says Senna's the best racer of all time. So, um, I wasn't alive to watch Senna really race like that, or I wasn't old enough to really watch Senna. It was hard for me not to pick Shumi and Max though, yeah. Cause Shumi, Shumi, right? But like, I don't know. Sen like Sen just a racing god, right? Like, literally a racing god. Um, any last words before we sign off? I think we've covered and exhausted
1: the Aston Martin train. The pressure is on. We're gonna be watching them very closely.
0: We're gonna be watching very closely. I want to bring this up to you quickly though. I forgot. How do you feel about them making two hundred million dollar investment in the facility into the facility? Right. Like, are you, yeah, are you, like, you think they regret this? You think that this is, like, the no, start? No, I there? think,
1: again, this is where you muddy the waters because Lawrence has made all the right moves to become
0: a championship team, and then he has a sun driving him. Do you think he pulls out and sells everything eventually? If or do you, you think can. he stays in until he goes, like, piss poor off of it? Or he can't? Is it Williams-style, or is it, like, okay, no. we're just getting out? I think... um He's got a pretty
1: significant ownership stake in Aston Martin as it's like seventeen percent, I yeah, think. Yeah, so he he ain't going anywhere. And that's
0: a lot of money when you're talking about like a massive yeah, massive car brand. Yeah, so you think he's staying in F one even after Lance goes away and, and yeah. even if they suck. I think he, if they go into Haas territory, he's not pulling oh, it. Oh, he's riding this out, man. He's riding this out until his, his bank account goes up. Yeah. Until he becomes extremely embarrassed. Extremely embarrassed? And my last question for you is: When does Lawrence Stroll shut the hell up? He's kind of been quiet lately. He hasn't? I mean, there's nobody's been asking him questions because team have sucked. So, but do you think he shuts up this year if they don't perform, or you think he keeps talking a big game? Nah, it's in his nature to keep talking, talking a big game. Okay. Well, we'll sign off with that. Shout out to Australia. Shout out to France. Shout out to the U.S. And I saw some Taiwan listeners again. And you know, what, we've never, ever shouted out Canada. Shout out to everyone in Canada. Bro, too. Canada barely listens to us. Our own native land. That's mean. Yeah, but you know what? We shout out everyone. We shout out Canadians. Yeah, well, we're, we're the best podcast for Canada because we're actually Canadian and they don't listen to us. So I don't know about that one. But shout out to Canadians as well. We appreciate you guys. We're just trolling you guys. But shout out to every single one of you guys that listen. Like we said at the beginning of the episode, couldn't be done without you. Um, uh, make sure you guys hit us up on title league, man. We want to hear your thoughts. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate. If you guys actually do comment for the Aston Martin hate, bro. Canada is our number two country. Are they actually? Yeah. How much do they listen to us? I just pulled up compared like to the U S is it half of the U S
1: it's half the U S.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know what? My apologies, Canada. Canucks, U S Canada, France,
1: Sweden, Australia, UK. I got it up. Yeah, this goes on. Oh, by the way,
0: shout out to the United Emirates because they, they, they've they been plugged in. They're there. Year. They're there. They're there. That's the Dubai Abu Dhabi play. Yeah, let's go. Anyways, I will sign off with let's go Team Papaya. If you guys lose to Aston Martin this year, I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can you imagine? Any last words for you? That's it. We'll see you guys uh, early next week. We'll see you guys early next week or if something happens within the next day or two. You guys will hear from us. You know, know, emergency pods happen. Emergency pods happen. But just so we're clear, Seb, I love you. Lance, please learn how to drive this year. Uh, One more thing. Next week, will we have the first car launch? We will. That's exciting. We'll be talking about car. No, 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 we won't. Actually, we will towards the end of the week. Yeah, the 10th. Yeah, next week. The 10th is on Thursday. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about early next week. But man, we got car
1: launches next week.
0: Okay. Yeah, it kind of sucks though because um, they're none of the cars we actually want to see. All
1: right? will be interesting.
0: And McLaren actually, McLaren's on the 11th, I think. So McLaren, I don't have it handy right now, but but like you're not seeing to Res- look you're to. not seeing Mercedes till the 18th, you're not seeing Red Bull until a little later, you're not seeing Ferrari till the 17th. So you have to wait a little bit for the, like the big the big step of The big the but big still going to be
1: Mercedes. excited to see what these uh, still don't know if it's livery, livery. I'm gonna say livery, but. Um, Who's really messing up the liveries this year and who's winning.
0: We already said who's messing them up. We know, but now we're going to be able to. Yeah. Hey, make sure you guys hit the follow button. We'll see you guys next time.